Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's up, donkeys? Happy Wednesday. We are the Junkies, and we're back live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond, Virginia, and we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be, coast to coast. You can also check us out on the TV side on the Monumental Sports Network. Brought to you by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next... Five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. We thank you for tuning in this Wednesday morning, February 7th, 2024. I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Eric Bickle. Morning. Morning. Johnny Cakes Allville's here. Hello, Rickies. Good morning. And Jason Bishop. Yes, sir. You know, uh, yesterday, Barrett Sports Media, an inside trade publication, said we were the number two morning show in the country, which was a cool honor. And put it up on social media. And one of the cool things was... A lot of people checked in to say congratulations from around the country, mm-hmm. including, I know this is just two, but there were two messages on Facebook from people that listened to us during our syndication days in Wisconsin mm. and are still listening. That's really. amazing. And then they started communicating because they were like, 20 years ago, these, you know, we were on a Over small station in Wisconsin and that's how they discovered us. Yeah. It's like 98 to 2001. And that's yeah. almost... So is that the beginning years. of podcasting? Like, I don't even know if podcasting oh, was around think, back I don't then. Think it, would, it existed. In, so they we listened to us. The curve, but I don't know exactly when it started. Yeah, they listened to us live in Wisconsin and found a way to still listen for 20 plus years. Mm. Yeah. Well, we do appreciate that sort of dedication and loyalty. And it then if you go to the Facebook messages, end. there were people you know, just weighing in saying they've been listening for 20, 25 years and all the places that they've been mm-hmm. like bouncing around the country, moving you know from what? job to job and still listening to us. I used to have shows that I'd listened to for decades. Right. So I do get it. I know, but you've never moved. The amazing thing about this was, you know, these people would say, yeah, I listened to you when I moved to Richmond and then I moved to Florida and then I moved to Texas and then I moved to California and they're still listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I know that when we did our 20-year anniversary and we did the show in Vegas, there were several listeners that came from, I mean, California's not that far from Vegas, Mm -hmm. but I was impressed that a bunch of listeners came from California and were still listening to us. Maybe they listened to us when we were on in Oakland. Mm. That's true. We were on (laughs) San Fran. (laughs) And we had a run there. I, I remember I was vacationing there, and it was such a thrill to put the radio on and hear you guys and hear the show while I was on vacation. Like in San Francisco, that was wild. That is crazy. You had to have been yeah. listening late night because we were like a late night filler, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, in the evening. Yeah. yeah. We were on the Detroit. Yeah. Detroit was a actually big one. yesterday when we had Soren Petro on. He's from the station that we were on in Kansas City. DFN, mm. I still remember. Mm. Yeah. 
It's funny, I asked somebody, I mean, no disrespect, but I asked somebody from Detroit if they knew about WDF and they didn't, they didn't know the <laughs> station. Now, maybe they weren't sports fans, I can't remember. Yeah, that's but fine. It's all good. Uh, anyway, thought wow. it was cool, so uh, we appreciate the support for going on 28 years. We're still in year Might 27. for 30 if we're all still 27? alive. Yeah. We're on 27? 27, I think. Heading, um, heading to 28? Yeah, sometime in May. I forgot an exact date. <clears throat> I think be um, maybe we like should May plan 18th. something for 30 if we're all alive. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I put plan it on the, to be put alive. It on the chart. Yeah. Put, it on the, put it on the wall. Things yeah. to do. Yeah, things to do. Yo, things to do list. We're still alive. That would be great. Well, the Caps aren't alive. <laughs> well, they're, I mean, they're alive, but they barely, like, they they're need, barely alive. They need the defibrillator. Like they, they need the paddles put to them with the quickness. That's bad, man. I, I didn't have it on at the beginning. So I was running around. Then I put it on early. Yeah. And it was already 3 nothing. halfway through the first period. I was like, what the hell Who happened? started in goal? Was Lindgren. Lindgren. Lindgren started. And he got the hook. Yeah. They had to go to Kemp's. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, Whatever. it was a, a disappointing way to come out of the All-Star break, obviously. And now they're facing the toughest schedule in the league for the remainder of... The season. It's, Is that right? Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a Carbs tough. Carbs will be in a bad mood today. It's gonna they're going to end up being sellers. Slog. I would assume. Trade that, market. They're going to end up being sellers. I this team. Did, uh, did Obi get one last night? He did get one. I saw yeah. an, uh, an image. Yep. Yeah. He's at 832 now. It's the only plus. It's the only real upside to last <clears throat> night's game. Right. I thought they would come out and just start banging it. You know, they've been offered seven, eight days. Yeah. And Montreal's kind of in the same boat as the Caps. And. They put up five goals on the Caps. Like yeah, they have was, a hard time. They scoring. put up three pretty early. First period. I think they were yeah. one game under five hundred. Yeah, they're kind of floundering around like the Caps yeah, right now. Yeah, they ain't great. And they came into the Caps building and <clears throat> you know put it on them. <clears throat> Somebody tweeted us and said they were at the game last night. Yeah, and it was the most dead before the game mm-hmm. and during the national anthem that they had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Capital One, right? in the history of them going to games. Yeah. And they said, but when it got to three, nothing, the boos were really loud. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you're getting buried by a a mediocre team on home ice after you've had eight days off, you know, the optics of it aren't great. Mm. And I'm sure Carberry was pissed. He's going to be be licked today. We're going to be a little bit ornery. We'll talk to the head coach coming up at seven (laughs) o'clock this morning. Um, Yeah, Cake said that this might be the worst it's ever been for DC sports. We might as long as we've been doing this radio show, and thank you guys for the support. This is why we need to do more hemorrhoid talk (laughs) because it is the lowest. You have uh, the Commanders team finishing four and thirteen. You have a Wizards team actively tanking, one of the worst records in the NBA. Yep. You have the Capitals who are not going to make the playoffs, barring some crazy turnaround here they ain't making in the second half of the unlikely. season. And the Nationals, they're on the on on the come up, I guess, but it's a rebuild still, and they'll probably lose 90 games. Mm-hmm. And also the, the Terps lose to Rutgers last night. That hurts That's their NCAA awful. tournament chances. And they ain't the, going Hoy, to the, the Hoyas are they bad. they got no shot at going to the tournament. The Hoyas are just still yes. bad. Rutgers is one of the worst offensive teams in the country. They average yeah. 65 a game. Right. That's and okay. last night they were 10 less than that, and they couldn't beat them. It's fine. That's pathetic. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah, you can't control we it. Got our, our kids are healthy, knock on wood. There's more important things than the local sports.
Hey, it turned for the Detroit Lions, right? <laughs> I don't care. It's going to turn. I do think that there is well, you care a lot of optimism the, with the that, Commanders. The Redskins slash Commanders have sucked. Hey, by no, the way, they're but, interesting. Valdez, they're interesting the to ter- me. Terps football may be the shining light on the hill. <laughs> last night was uh, last night was something. I will say that. I think at one. I think at one point, um, both teams were two of eighteen from beyond the arc. Right, oh, wow. it's brutal. It was bad. Well, yeah. Jameer Young's going to go three for seventeen. They got no shot at winning because yeah. nobody else can carry. He basically put up twenty five. I don't. Under, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The team was a, a NCAA winning team last year. They beat West Virginia in the first round. Yep. Yep. They returned their big three. I know. I thought they were going to be really maybe, good. Maybe everybody um, else because of the portal just imp- improved too much. Well, Sean Harris Smith has you know, been D- a huge bust. DH Smith uh, or DHS was supposed to be this this. Incoming great. Um, I know they kind of put all their eggs in the Hunter Dickinson basket and and came up empty. I, and they didn't have any kind of backup plan after that. I don't. I, I don't know. At this point, at this point, you 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 got to be a mercenary in the portal next year. And, yeah, you really and, do. And offer whoever you can to to fix this team, especially the offense. Put that money up. But the uh, you know, but the the team plays hard. They mm-hmm. play they play defense. Yeah, which, defensively they're really good. But they just they have they have no they can't put the ball in the basket. Mm-hmm. They rank two hundred ninety eighth out of I don't know three hundred fifty. Oh. And and these scoring. and these looks are they're open looks, right? Mm-hmm. That's uh, why you get that's why you get Willard <laughs> saying, "How can I design them to be more open?" I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a it's a personnel failure where they they did because I know they didn't go that hard in the portal. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I think they, they get, I didn't, I didn't think they, they had passed. to. Maybe they just got passed. We're at end times, fellas. End of days type <laughs> Armageddon for uh, local sports. Yeah. Well, it's not fantastic. Hey, we have the Super Bowl. Well, I think <laughs> we're all, Super Bowl. I think we're all interested in that. Yeah, certainly. Of course. Um, he's starting to warm up. Masters will be here before you know it. Hey, thrilled. you got waste management this week. Waste management be big. Yeah, have you have you planned your waste yeah. management party yet, Valdez? Invites in early, being sent in out? the early stages. Ah, uh, the early stages. Okay. Yeah. As Valdez is dealing with his hemorrhoid, as JP mentioned, I I consulted with him yesterday and this morning. I've been checking in on him like a good doctor. Mm. And, and he, but he he doesn't take the suppository well. He doesn't mm. relax his, uh, his innards <laughs> yeah. to let that thing get in there. Yeah, he's very uptight. He's shooting it right out, <laughs> rejecting it, dikembeing the suppository. I can understand. That's an awkward thing to have to do to yourself. You just got to be aggressive. I'm trying. I tried. I've never done it. Yeah. I tried I uh, it twice. I, it, trust me, it's also awkward doing it to other people because I had to give a few of those to my kids when they were young. Like Ooh. for, I think it was like a to suppress fever, like oh, a suppository, really? like mm. instead of like them taking it orally, mm. I, I had to do that a couple. Of, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's not fun. Um, so I can yeah. understand your reluctance for that, Valdez. Eric he, has a Eric has a butt fetish. He is, yeah, he's one of the world's <laughs> foremost experts. Yeah. I just get a kick out of it. I think it's funny because it's so awkward. Him and Stumper, yeah, of my I, friends, have always been fascinated. I just humor. think it's funny. It's funny to me. But I want him to be healthier. I want him to not be in pain. He'll be fine. He'll take get, a couple days. He'll get there. He'll take a couple days, right? But he's got. To, did but you get your very, fiber? It's just. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. Did you get your fiber? <laughs> I got. I got all the necessities. Now somebody did t- uh, tweet me or direct message me, and this is probably what Stumper had, where you can have a procedure <clears throat> where you it, they like they do something clean the pipes. 
where they like tie them off on and the, then the, the vein or whatever dies. And then uh, it, I, I, it doesn't I've, feed the hemorrhoid anymore. Yeah, I've seen mm. that kind of – it's almost like cauterizing the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. vessel. And it works Man. like magic if you want to do it. But, I mean, this is your first experience. I don't think you necessarily have to go that route. I yet. hope it's my last experience. I guarantee your health insurance doesn't cover that. I can. I mean, that has to be like an elective. I'll say this: an elective surgery. Without health insurance, remember how my colonoscopy I kept getting these bills? Yeah, I ended up paying like sixteen hundred bucks or something oh. for a friggin' routine colonoscopy. Yeah, I got another uh, notice. My, thank God my wife is on it. I'm getting eleven hundred dollar refund back. Oh, right. There so you go. That's a, that's a good. I don't news. know. If so they just takes a while. I don't know what they did. I, yeah, I just think they're behind. That's a. I'm willing to pay five hundred for a roto. They, 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 for some weird. reason, for some reason, our insurance they just have to verify everything. Yes. It takes weird. It takes yeah. forever. It's, yeah, I like. I just got my knee my knee bill, mm-hmm. and that was in November. And then they messed that messed something up on that, and mm-hmm. then I had to resubmit it. It's taking forever, but it ends up getting done. And you're going to get your money back, or it's yeah, yeah, paid yeah, extra. Yeah. Or it whatever. is silly yeah. though when you just get a check out of nowhere, even though you've already gone in pocket. I know. Like when you get just incoming money that you're not expecting. Yeah. Like I looked at my Venmo a couple of days ago. I had like 250 bucks in there for finishing like second in a fantasy league. I'd completely forgotten about. Oh, it. right. It was just found money. Just money right. just fell out of the sky. Yeah. I'm just um, I'm very I'm very down today because i have my mri and i have a hemorrhoid so i feel very <laughs> feel very old yeah. feel very yeah. down yeah, very i saw up. i saw your guy cork tweeted us <laughs> that it's the first time in 10 years of owning a gym he had somebody call out hemorrhoid mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well i couldn't I, I don't know what he's doing he's he's trying to like bully me into working out with a hemorrhoid yeah can you imagine can you imagine if i'm a uh Doing a military press and that thing pops. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, and I, I, I can't. And scene. honestly, I can't. Go, I can't go there and look at the faces of all of these uh, uh, moms that that listen to the show and and, and hear me talking about my hemorrhoid and oh, everything. Yeah, that's true. Right. And I gotta stare them in the face. You need to lay low for a little while. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to. He's gonna have to wait for you to show up again. That dude is, has been nice to me, but he is militant. He's like trying to pay me to work out. I'm like, dude, relax. Yeah. You're not gonna pay, pay me to work out. I do things in my own time, right. at my own pace. Well, I mean, we're giving him what he wants. We gave him some ads. Yeah, he's getting all the ads. He's collecting yeah, that guy, You guys have somehow cozied up to a crazy man. Uh, he's definitely crazy. He yeah. doesn't. He's a crazy man. He bullies. He bullies. Um, Drab more than he bullies me. Uh-huh. I've I've learned to kind of tune him out. Yeah, yeah. But Drab is very impressionable. Uh, I.e., he gave up on Valdez because oh, Valdez doesn't now listen to him and he's a know it all. Yeah. yeah. So mm. I'm I'm coachable. Yeah. <laughs> Put yeah. me in coach. Valdez is malcontent. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. We mentioned Spencer Carberry. He will join us coming up at seven o'clock. We will talk about the sad state of Cakes, the Washington you're, Capitals. You're interviewing him today with the head coach. Also, we'll get into the Super Bowl. Our big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. We'll talk to Solomon Wilcox, former Bengals safety and host of the opening drive on Sirius XFM, uh, Sirius XM NFL Radio. So we will get into the big game between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Keep it here. We're the junkies coming right back. You can always- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call us throughout the show on the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 1-800-636-1067. Same number for the Thompson Creek Windows text machine. Standard message and data charges may apply. You can always tweet us at Chunks Radio. <laughs> Put up the Junkies Poll of the Day brought to you by Van Meter Homes on Twitter yesterday after we started hearing all this noise about Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams, which we'll get into momentarily. And the poll was, with Cliff Kingsbury now in place as the commander's OC, do you want Washington to trade up to select Caleb Williams, <clears throat> who played from last season at USC? What do you think the polls at over 2,000 votes? I'm going to say 67% want the commanders to trade up for Caleb Williams. Always bet against cakes. It's the exact opposite. 32%. It is 66% do not mm. want them to wow. trade mm. up kind of for surprising. Caleb Williams. But yesterday... Because want to give up the assets. Yesterday yeah. you get the news um, about Cliff Kingsbury affection for Caleb Williams. Uh, Albert Breer said... Cliff loves, 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 loves. Caleb Williams. <laughs> um, Cliff said to me on the record that the comparisons between he and Patrick Mahomes, right, like all of that, he said it's eerie how similar they are. Um, so, and Cliff, remember, was like, Cliff would be the, was the one in 2017 who would tell everyone until he's blue in the face how Patrick Mahomes was much better than everybody thought. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, you line the whole thing up, Cliff's there. New ownership, looking to make a splash. Caleb Williams is from there. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Washington put together some sort of blockbuster offer to move up a spot and, and get Caleb Williams. Our Junkies Poll today brought to you by Van Meter Homes, and that's why I was surprised. 67% out on trading up to get somebody who's being compared to Patrick Mahomes. What I'd say is if if you're sure that this guy can turn out to be a la Patrick Mahomes, I, I, I would do the yeah, Mike Ditka and trade every pick. You pull the trigger and Yeah, but then you, you figure if, if someone in Washington believes that, someone in Chicago probably believes that too. So Possibly. Most likely. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe Chicago believes. And, and by the way, it's not always a positive if you're from a city and you – you know, you're from, you grew up in that city, right. and then you're playing there oh, as a Young, professional. He jumps to mind. It's not always a positive, right? He sucks in San Francisco too. Well, yeah. That's true. It doesn't, <laughs> turns out, it doesn't matter what city he plays in. Um, Mike Florio has kind of an interesting theory about how Caleb Williams can work his way to Washington if he doesn't want to go to Chicago. Of course, we've seen this before. Eli, Eli Manning mm-hmm. didn't want to play for the Chargers. His father didn't want him to play. With the New York Giants. Here's what Florio said from Radio Row yesterday. There is a way that it can happen, and I hadn't really thought it through like this. But 12 years ago, 
when Andrew Luck and RG3 were coming out, RG3 wanted nothing to do with the Colts. Yeah. But never said it. Right. He just made it clear yeah. in the communications with the Colts, right. I'm not interested. Invited him for a private visit. I'm not interested. Right. I'm not coming. Right. So it makes it easier for them to go to Andrew Luck. And yep. I wonder, you know, and that's a way that you can exert yourself without creating a problem among media and fans who would say, how dare you not treat it as an honor and a privilege to be the first player drafted. Yeah. But if he starts getting word to the Bears, I'm really not interested in playing for you. Yeah. I'm not interested in coming to have a stake with you and the executive staff. I right. really don't want to be there and you don't go public with it, that's a way to to bend it toward... And all you got to go is one spot. Bend it toward Washington. And and I, I concluded by telling the folks in Chicago, keep your ears open for hearing reports that the Bears have fallen in love with Drake May. The Bears have become smitten with Jaden Daniels. That that becomes the cover that no one said no to anybody. The Bears didn't get spurned by Caleb Williams. Yeah. But they were going to, so they made the smart play, and they they settled on someone else, and that opens the door for Williams to go to Commanders. That's hey, we're a all, more nuanced yeah. way to do it yeah. that doesn't require the kind of ugliness that we saw from John Elway and Eli Manning. Yeah, I hear you. That's a way to engineer it if you're Caleb Williams, and, and if this is all about keeping Cliff and Caleb together. So, yeah. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I mean, Mike just throws out all these random hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I suppose mm-hmm. that... Could maybe work. Yeah, Seems I mean, look, like if the Bears happening. really know if Caleb Williams' agent saying, hey, you know what, he doesn't want to be there. I mean, do you want to draft a kid that doesn't want to be there? Right. I mean, it, and and I if mean, you're Peters, can you just sit there and hope that somehow you don't have to trade anything and the Bears bypass Caleb at one? Yeah, I mean, then and you, you jump on him. I mean, that would be yeah. unlikely. Yeah, but what's interesting about Caleb, he doesn't have an agent. Okay. They said that that's one of the red flags that he doesn't care where he goes and he doesn't mind going to Chicago because if he did want – it's a very intricate, difficult process, and you have to have an age, agent fight those battles for you. So who, far, so who's representing him? His father, I believe so. Yeah. So that's, that that's just that, that just sounds that sounds not, not that that can't change, yeah. but as of right yeah. now, and all all last year with the NIL stuff, he never had an agent. Can't mm-hmm. imagine he's not going to have an agent to negotiate contracts and crazy. But who knows? Or just help him navigate these few months leading up to the draft. Like, and I'm again, sure who knows what to managers. believe when you hear stuff like Caleb Williams doesn't want to go to Chicago. You know, you don't know. It's been rebuffed. Unless he comes out publicly and says, yeah, I don't want to go there. I don't necessarily believe it. It's been rebuffed by his head coach, for what it's worth, at USC, Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. He was making the rounds. He was on every show the other day. He was on Colin Cowherd, <laughs> Pat McAfee, all those shows that come on after us on TV. Yeah. And he said, I think it's a total smokescreen. I mean, I think it's people playing a game, but says he does not believe that Caleb Williams has an aversion for Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Here's here's the uh, further on. Riley says, knowing Caleb like location wise, I don't think he cares one bit where he's at. Like all franchises are in really good cities. There are advantages to anywhere that you go. He wants to win. He wants to be a guy that's playing in this game, the Super Bowl. It's getting ready to come up this week, and I think for him, it's less about location, and it's just more about getting in the right situation where he needs, where he knows he can contribute to develop and to do the things he needs to do to help a franchise be successful, and that's it. So, just getting back to your uh, sort of idea of um, if you think it's uh, Patrick Mahomes, just go get him. Um, first of all, I think that's a very, very high bar, right? Like, how many guys are actually Patrick Mahomes? I mean, 
Absolutely, but Kingsbury the, would the new know. offensive coordinator says it's eerie how similar they are. Understood. But if you he's think, worked with both of them. But if you think, say for example, just Drake May, and I don't. But if you because I don't know. But if you think that Drake May is maybe Matthew Stafford slash Justin Herbert, okay, clearly Mahomes is better. But those guys, you can win with those guys too. Yeah. Um, then maybe you don't pay the fruit. I think they're reporting he's going to take two ones mm-hmm. to go up. And when you're a team like Washington, that literally is void of talent, I don't think you can afford to do it. Yeah, I mean, the, do you? That's the question. Do you? If you really like the kid, um, and Chicago knows you really like the kid, you have to jump up to get him. Are you willing to give up all those two extra ones. assets? You know, I mean, I don't know if if Adam Peters is willing to do that. Yeah, if you're know. telling me he's going to be Mahomes, like if Kingsbury is in Adam Peters' ear and saying, "Look, I guarantee you, this guy is going to be." Uh, an absolute stud, mm-hmm. then I think you do make the move. But Eric brings up a good point. Like, if you have a grade on Drake May or Jaden Daniels that he's going to be the next Josh Allen, and look, Patrick Mahomes is the best, but Josh Allen's pretty close, then you could win with you Josh stand Allen. Pat. Kill for Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah. Kill for him. But I'd rather, he's not perfect, but, but I'd rather I kill for him. Patrick Mahomes. But you know the Bills are probably <laughs> rather, haunted. Right, Mahomes is the better, Bills, but, but the chances of Caleb Williams being the next Patrick Mahomes is pretty low. Yeah, pretty Did the Bills trade their pick to 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 the Chiefs? I think the Bills had a chance to draft Patrick Mahomes, took Josh Allen uh, mm-hmm. to the next season, potentially the next season. I'd have to go back and, and That's kind of haunting. <laughs> We've seen what's happened every time the Bills face KC in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's not, it's not one It's man going alone. to be interesting. Adam Peters, and, and I do think what Florio says, um, it's a good point. Like, pay attention to the stories that start coming out. Like, if all of a sudden you get some stories of him rebuffing the Bears for workouts or mm-hmm. invites, then then maybe it does, you know. I mean, maybe Caleb truth. Williams really wants to play with uh, Kingsbury. Maybe he really likes him. Maybe that could be true. I, I don't know. But – um, but still, I mean, still Washington has to be willing to give, to up, give up what something. it takes. And Correct. I'm not sure that they're going to do that. I heard somebody make this point. It's true that, you know, most people think Caleb had a better year a year before. He won the Heisman a year before. And then this year, maybe it slipped some. This is the year that you had Cliff Kingsbury. The year before, it's Lincoln Riley's offense. Like, Lincoln Riley was the one that was getting all the credit, and Kingsbury jumped aboard. I'm not saying he didn't do anything as an offensive coordinator, but mm. Caleb thrived before Cliff Kingsbury showed up. Yeah, I mean, I think Caleb will be Caleb without Cl- Kingsbury. But Kingsbury does have a great resume of other uh, quarterbacks that he's record. worked with. Yes. Yeah. So, And um, you got to trust Dan Quinn and Adam Peters that they made the right choice on the O.C., yeah, we'll see. But you got to trust him. Where would he grow up? I know he went to Gonzaga. Caleb? Yeah. Yes. Is he was he a Bowie kid? I think he's from Bowie. I think he's from PG, our hometown. I think he's PG County. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he Pretty sure he's be, from Bowie. <clears throat> might be a Bowie kid. Um, Bowie's so big now. There's a lot of kids come from there. But it's going to be very interesting. This, just the quarterback position alone, not just in the draft, but you know, where's Justin Fields? If the Bears are going to go with a uh, quarterback in the draft, where's Justin Fields traded? Mm-hmm. Uh, where is Kirk Cousins going to go? You know, I mean, there's there's still guys that are in the league now that are going to be playing in different cities and different teams. So mm-hmm. quarterback positions always dicey, man. It's it's always a story, and um, and this year with the draft class going to be similar than you know the 
where maybe a couple of years ago we had three number three quarterbacks go one two three, mm-hmm. I, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see where Adam they go. Peters to ID the right guy and pick that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to be the right guy <laughs> for your flop. for your organization, your fit, what yeah. you have, what you're asking them to do. Um, we'll see. And then what do what do the Commanders do in free agency? How many pieces do they got and pluck offensively? Well, they you know, they're going some... out to get another receiver. They're going to go out and get a tight end. Are they going to, you know, you would assume they're going to get some offensive linemen. They got to get offensive linemen. Are they going to go out and get another RB? Got to get the quarterback right. But you got to get the quarterback right. And it'll be interesting. I, I found it interesting that most people that are followers of the team seem out on the prospects of trading up for Caleb Williams. He's a polarizing guy. And I do think mm-hmm. a lot of people agree with you that he's flaky, that he's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, they just and also I think there are a lot of people that are just scared, and and they point to like the RG three trade and how much right. was given up for RG three didn't work. I out. think you gotta you gotta bury the ghosts of the yeah. past. Gotta keep taking. You have to treat this independently. And I, if Caleb so. Williams is worth it, and it's so, just one spot, this is the way I look at it. And I've been pro Dan Quinn, you know, obviously for weeks, but I do believe in the do theory. Do theory in, I mean, Washington's not going to be horrible forever. I right. kind of believe in that, too. Like, at some point, they have to improve. They you know have, what I mean? They're not going to be, be horrible forever. They can't be bottom feeders now, every year. Now, if Dan Snyder still owned the team? Right. Okay. I'd say, all right, they're gonna, they're gonna, he's just going to make bad decisions. Right. But now you've got a whole new hierarchy mm-hmm. and different people that are, you know, have got great reputations, good decision makers. I truly believe, I'm not saying it's going to happen this year, even though JP thinks they might go to the playoffs next year. Um, I'm just not closing that door. I'm not predicting it. You know, let me see what happens this offseason. No, I agree I'm with, with DB. You. I'm with you. It's possible. I just think that they're going to, at some point, they're going to get better and they're going to be near the top of the division again. Let's say they make a move for Caleb Williams and we like what they do in free agency. Well, then I'd say, yeah, maybe they're going to have a chance because I think Caleb Williams coming out of college, and we'll see. It could change. The narrative could change before the draft. But I think he's more highly regarded than C.J. Stroud. I think he's more highly regarded yeah. than Bryce Young. Yep. Those guys were the top two picks uh, this past year, and so if, this team if, may if, never be drafting at this spot again under Adam Peters. Like it's eh, never going to be cheaper will. to move up from two to one than it is <clears throat> this upcoming draft cycle. Yeah, but I mean, again, it, whoever it is they draft, it's got to work out. Right. Somehow. If you want to chime in, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Would you make the move up to assure that you get Caleb Williams out of USC? According to the Post, he did grow up in Bowie. Mm-hmm. He moved with his family into a Northwest D.C. apartment when he chose Gonzaga mm-hmm. to go that to high sense. school. Before that, he attended. He wants to deal with that traffic. He attended uh, St. Pius mm. in Bowie, mm-hmm. which is uh, right by the old Bowie Library and Bowie High School. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what community. If you grew up in like the K section <clears throat> and P section, and <laughs> who, knows? who knows exactly where he grew up, but he did grow up in Bowie, and we don't know if he'll want to come back. Kevin Durant's had plenty of chances to come back, and every time he's chosen elsewhere. Well, he knows it's a headache. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a distraction. He knows it's all a these big people. time headache, especially I mean, for Kevin Durant. Although, I'd say Jonathan Allen seems to like playing at home. It's true. John- Jonathan's more <clears throat> kind of out in the suburbs, like kind of on his own, right? It seems like a little more reclusive. Like, play video games all day. I don't know. Well, see, I, I don't, I'm not saying that Caleb, I, I'll take... Whoever we had on that, that said that uh, that Caleb doesn't really care where he plays. Maybe I heard that on the Kind podcast this morning. Well, that's what Lincoln Riley said. Yeah, yeah, that he doesn't care. Kind of disrespectful that we don't make notable people from Bowie 
I, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, dis- that. that's disrespectful. Oh. Who makes it? In Wiki? Uh, Spencer Anderson, guard for the Steelers. Ricky Arnold, an astronaut. <laughs> um, Michael Bray, not Mike Bray, convicted conspirator in numerous bombings. That guy makes the list of <laughs> no, no, from Notable. He's but notable. Can't you just those guys add? Are, those guys are, you, what they are is forgettable. Yeah. But can't you just add our names if you really want I, I to be guess. on there? Somebody can, but I don't think you can, can add your own. I mean, <laughs> at least Drabby would have. Young Manny, American rapper. Has anybody heard Who? of that guy? Young Manny? No. Does anybody know that person? Forgettable. No respect. Like, should, I'm sorry. We should be on this list. Most famous, most uh, notable from Bowie. I mean, I'm not arguing over here. Kathy Lee Gifford, she's not from Bowie. She's from Napa. No, she is from Bowie. She claims she's from, like, West and Africa. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't even exist. That's not even a thing. What the hell was Young she man. here, man? Because <laughs> Kathy Lee's got to be about 70, right? She must have oh, been man. one of the originals. Now, this she guy been deserves, OGs from Bowie. This guy does deserve to be on the list. Daniel Jungleman Cates. Professional poker player. Right. Jungle Man should be on that list. I think the jump. And that guy's a stunt. And Daniel Cates. We, yes. And Caleb Williams. I interviewed Daniel Cates when he was 18 years old. Yes. He was working at McDonald's. He is a wackadoo. He's a weirdo, but he's a genius. <laughs> he is a genius. Are right, you want to seek some phone calls? Genius. Yeah. 800-636-1067. Your thoughts on Caleb Williams. We'll come back. Take your calls next here on The Junkies. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I was just checking our Instagram page, Sports Junkies Radio, and I put up the same poll. So on mm-hmm. Twitter, 66% no, do not trade up for Caleb Williams in the number one pick. Mm-hmm. There are less responses on Instagram, but it's at 75%. They're out on trading Man. up to the number one pick. People do not want them some Caleb Williams here it, in D.C. It, it, I don't think it's about Caleb as much as it is. I just don't want to trade the assets, Kate. I yeah. think people like Caleb. I think that's right? true. But they there know... has to be a cost-benefit analysis. So, like, if you trade the assets, whatever they wind up being, if it's a huge hit and he's Patrick Mahomes' light mm-hmm. and he's you know a franchise changer, then you don't care about giving up the – the capital. Well, you might if capital. you can get Drake May, who <clears throat> is Josh Allen like. Yeah, I mean, it's, okay, it's but there's just no guarantee that, that hits either, right? right no I know, but there's no, there's no extra cost. He's polarizing. Yeah. Here's an example from one of the comments. Sports Junkies Radio, give us a follow on Instagram. Too much drama. Another RG three take May, and my guess would be this person who has the comment on Instagram. He's probably not watch much of Drake May or Caleb Williams, to be honest. It's just the reputation that these guys carry. Yes. I, I'm going to have concerns. Yeah, but people are going to be bitter if they sit at two and they take Drake May and Drake May becomes, I don't know, say he becomes Ryan Tannehill. Okay, you're right. Then 
Then you're going to. But be you're also going to be that you didn't take a shot at Caleb Williams. All right, you're also going to be pissed if you trade up for Caleb Williams and he turns out to be RG three uh, Desmond Ritter. That's true mm-hmm. too. <laughs> so, but I just don't. I don't see that. I don't see him becoming Desmond Ritter. I feel like his floor and ceiling are much higher than Desmond. What do you Ritter, think, Caleb Williams? Who's, who's picking third well, round? What do you think, Caleb? I Williams understand floor that, but is? number one picks they falter all the time. Yeah. What do you think his floor is? His floor, I would. I'd probably say his floor is top twelve quarterback in the league. Like, and his ceiling is top two or three quarterback in the league. Hmm. But that'd be great. I, I think the floor guess. of all of these guys is bust. I mean, right. we know if, let's just say one, two, threes, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. Odds are at least one one's going to bust, yes. if not two. Correct. Correct. Maybe not bust to the point of, you know, becoming a backup, uh, you know, in the first couple of years of their, like, like Zach Wilson. Trevor but Lawrence was you could, pretty you highly bust, well thought of. You could bust and just be an average quarterback, right. but still be a starter. And if you're picked in the top three, that's I guess it's considered a bust. Look, there's going to be a lot of finger pointing at Adam Peters if he stands pat at two and either the Bears or somebody else swoops into number one and takes Williams. Williams becomes a star, and whoever Peters picks, say that person just flames out or is underwhelming but right. look at the there's gonna be finger pointing right but again yeah. but again if the bears really love caleb williams yeah there's not as much that if they love him they they're think not he's gonna, gonna be Patrick anyway. they're not gonna say yeah we'll take drake may if they think drake I mean, may is there's not as much if they go ahead here. of you it's if you pass on them right that you right. get the grief right look at the 2021 nfl draft trevor lawrence goes one he's been pretty good although he kind of had a down year this year zach wilson two bust Trey Lance, three. Bust. bust. Mm-hmm. At 11 was Justin Fields. You could right, work with him, but it's a big question but mark. But he's been better than two and three. 15's Mac Jones. So five quarterbacks in the top 15, and only one, you could say, is a hit. And it's not even that great of a hit because Trevor Lawrence kind of had a down year this year. Agreed. Yeah, but you still have to hit at whoever you draft. Yes. If you, everyone says draft an offensive lineman. Look at the offensive lineman drafted in the top 10 the last few mm-hmm. years. Evan Neal for the Giants Bust. sucks. He's going to be he's going to be a backup busts. right tackle. When's the last time you heard the name Ikiakwanu? Uh, the night he was drafted, I've never heard it. Yeah, he was drafted <laughs> seven overall by the Panthers. Yeah. He sucks. Paris Johnson had a sixty PFF grade last so, year. So hold on, what, what what is your point? I mean, you all the guys can bust. Everyone just says you Chase Young bust. Everyone just says draft linemen. Mm-hmm. You have to hit no matter who you draft. It's a good point. The other, the other positions bust too. Yep. I can't oh, take really. a lineman in the top 100%. three. That's that's just insane. <clears throat> I don't think anybody disagrees with you. Well, I know a lot of the callers, people call and say you can't take a quarterback because they have a high bust potential. No, they all no, bust. You they take, all do. You have you to take all bust. All right, let's go to some of the callers. I do think quarterback's a harder position than all the others. But, but sure, you've got to take your shot at a quarterback. We've got Spencer Carberry, Caps coach, joining us at 7, so let's bang out some of these calls. Let's go to Pat. Hey, Margaret. Pat, what's up, bud? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, um, Cliff Kingsbury begged for Kyler Murray, and – that didn't work out so great. So I'm not so sure about his, his you know, comparing uh, Caleb Williams to um, Mahomes. Mahomes. Right. The other thing, um, you were talking about local players and you compare Chase Young is not working out. Um, uh, Haskins was also local and that yep. didn't work out so well with all the pressure of being a local kid. Well, that was also and, an owner-driven pick. Like the, yeah. the, the football people in the building, they wanted nothing to do with Dwayne Haskins or drafting him. Well, that's probably true, too. And last thing I'm going to say, um, you're talking about Chase Young. I saw him in that game against the Lions. 
he gave up on that Jameer Gibbs touchdown where he came across the mm-hmm. middle or came across the field. Mm-hmm. If he had to finish the place uh, play out, he probably would have tackled him on the two or three yard line. So, mm-hmm. yep, you're right. Just my, just my point. Yep, you guys right. have a great day. All right, thank you. By the way, buddy. people crush Kyler Murray; they bury him. But if you look at his numbers, guys throwing 94 touchdowns against 46 picks, and he's rushed for 26 touchdowns, and that's including time missed. Doing an I tell ACL you, well, no one out. can, no one will question the talent. Right. He's just a little he's, bit uncoachable. He's aloof and he's yeah, weird. Yeah, but here's what's interesting, Jason. That was my perception, too. But I listened to the Kime interview, um, a guy from uh, Phoenix or Arizona, where the hell they are, mm-hmm. who covered the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And he said, he and, you know, everybody knows that relationship kind of soured. Mm-hmm. But th- he said the reason why it soured is because Kingsbury was just like treated him with kid gloves and. And Kyler yeah, gotta, likes to be coached. You got to be tough on him. Yeah, yeah maybe. he likes to be coached. And he said Cliff just wasn't that kind of guy with him. Well, um, he, but then he took advantage of it because right. when you show up late all the time to meetings, mm-hmm. uh, that tells me a lot about your character. That's true, too. Let's go to Andre in Manassas. Andre, what's up? <clears throat> what's up, Dre? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, um, I think if Kingsbury is, you know, the quarterback guru, everyone says it is, I think it's true value. He's not taking a a first round pick and making him a pro bowl. I think there's a true value to making a, a taking the third, fourth round pick and making that individual a pro bowler. And that's how I, you know, I view Kingsbury. I mean, taking that number one and making him, you know, what he's supposed to be. That's not necessarily what I think you bring Kingsbury in for. So I haven't said all that. I wouldn't necessarily take any of those quarterbacks. I would take a wide receiver, um, you know, with, with that pick. Um, if possible, if, if other group teams are coming in and giving us more picks, you know, I know the last couple of years, a lot of good teams have had like two, three first-round picks um, in the draft, and that would be something that would entice me. So I think if Adam Pe- – and I know people will say it's a risk not to take um, a quarterback, but I think it's even a bigger risk, and, you know, bigger risk, more reward if you take a quarterback in the third and fourth um, and then develop into something big. So that's my two cents. All right, thank you, Andre. When you pick at number two, you have – have to select a quarterback when you're wandering through the quarterback wasteland like Washington has been for the last basically you're not 25 wait years to the third or fourth round. Yeah, yeah. that's that's insane. <clears throat> Go to Kurt in DC. Kurt, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. How you all doing? What's Good. Okay, first off, I would like to say it, I don't think they should go up and get him, but if they if they do decide they want to go up and get him. Then just make that decision and go up and get them. Because if 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 Caleb Williams and his his team make it clear they don't want to go to the Bears, I don't think they should sit and, and just wait for him to drop the two, cause, because somebody will go up to that top spot and get him, and they'll give up the farm. Mm-hmm. If it's not us, it'll be somebody. But what I do think they should do is between Kingsbury, DQ, and and Adam Peters, mm-hmm. they should study uh, Drake May and Jaden Daniels very carefully and decide which one they want, okay, with, with Kingsbury taking lead or which one they think he, he could develop the best, okay, mm-hmm. and make a decision to go with one of those or either trade out of it if they don't like any of them. Well, they will. Well, they, they, will. they will. Thank yeah, you, buddy. Think, they're going to look at every – And if you're, if you're Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears, you actually don't want to trade with the commanders because you're going to get less in return. You want – you want to bait one of the teams, you know, like, like number that, six like or eight. seven, like or you eight. want to bait the Falcons into coming up, or you want to bait, you know, the Raiders, like the, the Jets, if they want to, you know, like upgrade for after Aaron Rodgers leaves. Like, yeah, you want one of the like the Vikings are sitting at eleven. Like, who knows what they're going to do with Kirk Cousins going forward? That those are the teams that you want to target. Like, he's going to get less 
a lesser return from the commanders in a in a trade up. Like those other well, teams yeah, have the to problem, pony up more. Yeah, but the problem is there is if you trade down to eight, ten, eleven, twelve, yeah. then you don't get a quarterback. Then you might not get one of those top yeah, three. But may, maybe he looks at this quarterback crop and says, you know true. What? I'm gonna wait till next year. This one doesn't impress me that much. Well, true, maybe. For what it's worth, but Richard if, Sherman, who's on Undisputed now, said the commanders aren't getting Cliff Kingsbury to draft Drake May. He mm-hmm. believes it's to entice Caleb Williams. And I will say, Sherman, very analytical, thinks the hire of Cliff Kingsbury is great. He said, I think Cliff Kingsbury, in my time in the National Football League playing against him, he's really creative offensively in terms of the passing game and the concepts that they draw up. It's not the common concepts that you're used to seeing. It's not the common quarterback reads that you're used to seeing. It's very intricate. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple times where I've talked to him after the game was like, bro, I've got a lot of respect for the concepts you're drawing up. It's some good stuff. But he mm-hmm. does say that the run game, pedestrian. Mm. That's from Richard Sherman, who, of course, was a star in the league for years. So we'll be interesting, to see, be interesting to see what we're going to hear here in the next couple of weeks. How different this team's going to look. Yeah, And, you know, we'll hear it all the way through the combine. And I'm sure he's not going to throw with the combine, but he'll have a pro day. And of everybody course. will have a pro day. Yep. And we'll go nuts. This is just the beginning. It is just the beginning. Coming up next, we will talk to the Capitals head coach, Spencer Carberry, right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.